0: It's Monday. It's just past four o'clock, which means it's time to talk about the classic pick of the week. Chris Carey is off today, but he sent in a very worthwhile substitute in the form of one Mr. Gene Armstrong. Welcome back to the show, Gene. Thank
1: you, Ms. Hannah Levine.
0: It's lovely to have you here and, and talk about a pick that's very appropriate for the fact that this week ends with International Clash Day on Friday. So thank you so much for factoring that into your choice this week.
1: One of the many great Days on KXCI's International Clash
0: Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, as always.
1: Well, I'm happy to be here because in addition to the homestretch featuring Hannah Levine, one of my favorite um, features on KXCI is the classic pick that Chris Carey does such a great job doing. But I'll try to help out where I can today. You know, uh, because it's International Clash Day on Friday, um, we're going to discuss this week the debut album by Big Audio Dynamite. Some listeners may say, well, what's that got to do with The Clash? (laughs) Well, of course, Mick Jones, one of the two singer-songwriters and guitarists in The Clash, left The Clash in 1983, and the band continued on for a while, and reports conflict on whether he jumped or was pushed, but in any event, he found himself looking for a new band. He uh, briefly hooked up with the boys in general public and that didn't work out then he formed a new band title named uh, top risk action company um, which was also very short-lived and produced <laughs> apparently some apocryphal highly in demand demos but nothing that was released to the public musical historians kind of considered top risk action company to be a forerunner to what became big audio dynamite uh, Mick Jones joined up with an old friend, Don Letts, who was at that time primarily a filmmaker. Don Letts provided uh, songwriting help, uh, vocals and samples, which was a really important part of Big Audio Dynamite. They also had uh, Leo Williams, who was also in Top Risk Action Company, drummer Greg Roberts, and keyboardist Dan Donovan. But um, they were significant because... Big Audio Dynamite came instead of a punk rock approach. They took a funk, hip-hop, reggae approach with a little bit of punk rock, a little bit of rock, and a few other types of music mixed in and heavily focused on, in addition to live instrumentation, sampling. And um, they were kind of a pioneer in fusing sampling with the rock genre. And their first album, Big Audio Dynamite, which soon we will hear... It came out in 1985. It was produced by Joe Strummer. I mean, whoops. <laughs> uh, nope, Faux not pas. at that time. <laughs> More on that later. It was produced by Mick Jones. And, um, the, you know, all the sounds that we discussed are there. But because Don Letts is a filmmaker, he also took samples from a lot of movies, especially spaghetti westerns. You can hear it all over these songs. A Fistful of Dollars, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Even Performance, Nicholas Rogue's 1970 cult film featuring Mick Jagger, is sampled on this album. Yeah, see, there's, he's
0: one of those ones that got lucky. It was before samples started getting really expensive. Yeah,
1: yeah. I wonder if they have to pay retroactive money. I don't yeah,
0: know. I don't know. I can't imagine Clint would give anything away for free.
1: There's even... Uh, or for cheap, even. That's exactly <laughs> true. Um, there's even a sample of Joe Strummer, from the clash his wail on london calling appears in one of the songs that we're going to listen to this week very good and i'll very let good. i'll let the listeners it's easy to find <laughs> and um, but i thought that the combina- at the time i was yes alive i was a, i was already an adult and i thought the combination that big audio dynamite put together at the time was something of a novelty but History proved me wrong. They're hugely influential on groups such as Gorillas, De La Soul. Oh, huge on Gorillas! Uh, I don't know yeah. why I never thought about that. Of course they are. And uh, Jesus Jones, Pop Will Eat Itself, um, Two Live Crew, Beastie Boys—they all took some of the sampling techniques that Don Letts was pioneering on this album. And oh, Mars, Pump Up the Volume was heavily influenced by big yeah audio that's dynamite.
0: true i mean honestly that period of time was one of it was a period in time where a lot of people were talking about hip-hop and sampling as it being novel or short-lived or whatever mm-hmm. and now it's the most popular form of music on the planet exactly. which i think is really interesting. and big
1: audio dynamite helped play a part in that i think yes it it wasn't a huge hit but it was a gold record it had three singles.
0: Yeah, they had some videos, yeah. They had some yeah. videos.
1: One video actually featured Joe Simon, Joe Strummer and Paul Simonon from The Clash as police officers, and John Lydon was in it as well. That was the video for Medicine Show, which we'll hear today.
0: Oh, excellent.
1: Let's see. Oh, um, the, most, the most successful single from this album, their only top 20 hit was E equals MC squared, which everybody's familiar with, at least from the sound. It, it hit number one and the album peaked at 103 on the billboard 200 album chart
0: i'm talking with gene armstrong about our classic pick of the week other things to add before we get into your first sure. selection
1: I, some some late in the day research revealed to me that on big audio dynamite's second album number 10 upping street well joe strummer joined and he he co-wrote with jones five of the nine tunes on that album And subsequent albums by Big Audio Dynamite featured whole different lineups with Mick Jones as the centerpiece. They changed their name, Big Audio Dynamite, to Big Audio, Big Audio Dynamite again. And they reunited in 2011 for a series of festival dates with the original lineup. Did you ever get to see them? No, I did not. I did not either. I saw The Clash, so I'm grateful for that.
0: Yes, as you should be. I never got to see The Clash or Joe Sturmer. Yeah. They're one of my favorites. Thank you so much, Gene.
1: Well, thank you. I actually got loved the chance to go back and revisit this album, pull it out of my collection, The Two shelves yeah. on the Wall. And um, this has been a great experience, as are all my experiences visiting you here. Oh, well, it's always great to have you
0: on. You come back anytime, all right? Thank you, Hannah. Gene Armstrong, we're discussing our classic pick of the week by Big Audio Dynamite.